Welcome to the Day Social Media Diet Podcast. Join us each week as we defy the trends, get back to basics, and prepare yourself for the ever-changing apocalyptic world of digital marketing. You'll leave with practical tools, real information, and strategies to build a business you love, full of customers you can't wait to serve. This is a podcast by BH Marketing Firm with your hosts, Becky Harrington and Hillary Kay. All right. Well, welcome back. This is the Day Social Media Diet Podcast, and I am joined here with my co-host, Hillary Kay. Say hello, Hillary. Hello, everybody. We make up the B to the H of BH Marketing Firm, and we are a full-service digital marketing agency. We have um, everything that you could possibly need from branding, web design, digital advertising, podcast launching and training, funnel strategy, and so much more. So you can always find out more about what we do at bhmarketingfirm.com or by clicking on the description in your app. And I just wanted to, to, before we got started, I just really wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, popular podcast, The Day Social Media Died. Um, we've been getting some awesome reviews. If you're an iTunes user, you can go on and click on your app and click on the reviews to read them. But man, there's been some bold statements. Um, uh, I think that somebody actually said that we were like a shock to life or um, the, the hard talk that their small business needed to go to the next level. Um, so we're super excited. Thank you so much for you who have listened week after week and just been dedicated to this podcast. We really do this because we care about helping businesses create marketing confidence. Um, that is our ultimate goal. And so we're hoping that if you're listening every week that you're already seeing a dramatic um, effect in your own business. So today's topic, you know, we plan these topics. I, I plan these topics out on an airplane, I think three months ago. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. We thought, well, this is a good short list and maybe we'll change direction as we go. But it seems like every week when we get to the, to the next topic, we're like, oh, aren't we dealing with this one? <laughs> Isn't this fresh in our mind? Um, and so today's uh, topic is actually um, about why features tell and benefits sell. And so what we're really going to be talking about is websites and digital marketing copy that converts people to be compelled to make a purchase. Um, but before we get into that, it is the middle of summer. In fact, for some of us, it's starting to feel like the end of summer. Um, and so Hillary, I just wanted you to share some of your feelings <laughs> about back to school. Yes. So at the beginning of summer, I'm always like so excited because there's something about summer like going swimming with your kids and, you know, oh, I can during my 30 minute break in between meetings, I can go past the soccer ball in the backyard with them. But that only lasts for so long. <laughs> and I have um, five kids, three bonus sons and two um, biological sons and my two younger sons who are my biological sons, they go back to school in two and a half weeks. And I am like, praise Jesus <laughs> because I don't, I don't have to coordinate babysitters. I can, you know, instead of taking a break in the backyard, I can maybe actually eat lunch, um, in between meetings <laughs> and stuff. So, um, not just making it for them. So I'm very, 
I'll be very excited. I'm super schedule oriented. So I'm going to be super excited to have them back in school and on a schedule and then just be able to enjoy them that much more when they're home from school and mommy is not already pulling her hair out because she's had it up to her eyeballs. So I'm very excited from back about back to school. And I, and I think that's pretty evident. <laughs> I also really love summer, you know, for those of you who don't know, Hillary and I are both like originally California girls. So there's something about like the warmth mm -hmm. of the sun that goes all the way to your bones, you know, like when it's just that warm and some people hate that, but I really love it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like lazy days at the river and like the days are super long. So you, you know, you get a lot more done and all of these great things. But this weekend I was like, I am ready for like foraging, <laughs> cozy blankets <laughs> like I'm ready for like you know just having people like respond at one of the things about being in business is like this whole like planning everyone's projects around other people's vacations in our world is like what the heck and I think you know we're getting into that place where it's like wow we have like a dozen or more contracts out for signature and I bet they're all going to come in at once, right when everybody goes back to school. And then we are going to have a crazy end of, or beginning of the school year. So the other thing about back to school, we know many of you that listen to us are kind of in that coaching, self-help, health and wellness, um, anything that has to do with organization. Um, and so just PSA, back to school is the second largest sales season for that. So New Year's, obviously when people have New Year's resolutions, that's when you see a lot of new self-help books come out. Um, but in the publishing world and product world, new products that surround those categories always come out in September and January. And the reason for that is because the publishing industry knows that those are the two largest sales seasons. So if you're in those seasons, we still have some things um, that for last minute help. Um, so we're going to be sharing a whole bunch of links. We actually have, I don't know if you know this, but we have a quiz platform that we built. We got really frustrated that all the quiz platforms were um, subscription based. And a lot of times our clients just needed one quiz, but then they would have to pay monthly for it. So we built a custom quiz platform where you can create a quiz that captures an email address. So it's an email opt-in and you can customize it for your business and there's unlimited customization and it's a one-time fee. So if you are just looking for something um, to, you know, you're going to be getting more traffic on your website over the next month and a half, we could put together a quiz for you really quickly, get an email opt-in and at least take advantage of some of that traffic coming in. So contact us about that. I do want to say one more thing about that, yeah. Becky. Another benefit that our customers see is they think when they use our quiz platform that they're not going to get the in-depth analytics that they like from other quiz platforms. And you have the ability to um, log in and see analytics of your quiz too, and you're still not paying that monthly fee. So that's, that's something that I always like to remind our uh, clients because that sometimes is the thing that keeps them on the fence. But we have reporting because we are all about results and results-driven marketing. And so it wouldn't, we wouldn't be true to ourselves without having that capability. Yep. So if you're interested in a quiz, that's something we could put together pretty quickly for you. Um, if you kind of procrastinated that marketing, uh, going into back to school, get, just get a quiz up on your site, start collecting your email addresses. And maybe today you'll learn about the copy 
that should go in the emails after you capture them. So a lot of people are talking about email. Um, in fact, I think that I saw three or four different marketing uh, uh, like advertisements that were delivered to me last week specifically about building your email list. And, you know, there was a time when they were like, social media is alive and email is dead. And then it was like mini chat. And then people like were so annoyed with the mini chat people. So email list building is still a major part of your process. And you know what? Your website is still a major part of your process. Um, and so we want to talk today a little bit about what we call benefit copywriting. And the reason why we focus on benefits is that we know that benefits sell. Features tell what your product is. Most people don't care about that as much as they care about the benefit that they're going to receive. And I just want you to know that this is super duper hard. This is the hardest lesson I learned in marketing. I had so many times when I would turn in my marketing copy to my supervisor and have it turned right back to me without even comments, like just go back, rewrite it. I don't see a single benefit in here. And it's not, this is hard work. It's almost impossible to do it for yourself. We struggle with it for our own business. Um, it's easier for us to do it for other people. So Hillary, what do you, like when it comes to benefit copy, how, what are your emotions about it? Yeah, it is, it is one of those things that it's so easy to, to fall into the trap of telling right? It's so easy to do that. Like I, um, and, and a, someone once told me at the beginning of my marketing career, when I was in, um, agency life, think of it, start thinking about it as the, the problem that the people have, and then you're writing their solution. And so until it was explained to me like that, it didn't really click. But so even now, I mean, obviously I still have trouble <laughs> writing it, but I always think of it as like problem solution copy and how you, you know, um, and how you, you as a product or a service, you want to solve a problem for your client. And, um, so yeah, so that's, it's, it's so hard. It's, it's one of the things that you, you know, just like Becky said, she's been in the industry, what Becky, 15, 18 years, and you still have issues with it sometimes. So, um, I've only been in the industry seven years. And so I know that it's not going away anytime, <laughs> anytime soon, but there's, uh, there's definitely tips and tricks to, to help you get on the right path when, um, writing benefit copy. And I actually teach a benefit writing copy class. Um, so if you, you know, want to get maybe a couple people together that are interested in doing that and contact me, um, where you actually submit your website copy to me ahead of the class and we write, we rewrite it on the screen can do it over zoom and we rewrite it live. And a lot of people really like this because it's your copy and we rewrite it and you start to see not just the holes in your copy, but maybe the holes in your whole product plan. So um, I, I have some examples because this is the kind of thing that it's tricky. It's so tricky that you sometimes don't see it. So um, I'm just using some examples from real life people that I've met. So you aren't selling candles made with soy and no perfume or dyes. You're selling rest and relaxation you can enjoy without harming the environment or yourself. Um, so it's a subtle shift, 
but a lot of times when we, and I saw this really great diagram and I'm going to send a link, I'm, I'm linking to this article, but it was, it's a, it's a character and it's, um, it says on, on one side of it, it says what product developers think that they're selling. And this in particular is a mattress design. And it's got the diagram of the mattress and it's pointing to all of the elements. And it's like, um, you know, the springs are made of titanium, blah, blah, blah. And it's got super foam. And it says what you think you're selling, what product developers think they're selling. And then on the other side, it's a woman on a mattress drifting off to sleep, looking totally relaxed. And it, all it says is your best night's sleep ever. <laughs> and that word, means, I want that. Yeah, word. That's what you want. Right? <laughs> like, I don't care what is in this bed. Like, I do not care. And when you're an engineer or you are a product developer, you spent so much time figuring it out. So of course you want to tell people like, Hey, I figured out how to make this work. Um, like I, I was talking to this woman, just the candle example. She's like, well, I have to tell them it's soy because soy candles burn longer than other candles. They don't care. <laughs> Congratulations. You figured that out. That's called the surprise inside. They're going to be like, wow, this candle lasted forever. They actually don't care. Um, it's not going to be why they, they bought it. So another one is you're not selling business coaching. We have a lot of coaches on here, mindset coaches, business coaches, sales coaches. You're, you're selling prosperity and the freedom that they've always been dreaming to have. You're selling the business that they always wanted. That's what you're selling. You're selling the life that they always wanted. You're not selling business coaching. Um, and so a lot of times when we see you talking about your business, it's like you got to get to the pain point that brought you there. So those are a couple of examples. Um, we're going to just go through some main elements on what makes up good copywriting. So we're going to go back and forth on these. So Hillary, why don't you just go ahead and start with the first one? Yes. Okay. So the first one is you want to make them feel something. And so this kind of goes back to what I was talking about a little bit ago on the problem solution. We like to get our clients to start with identifying the pain that got them there because we know that when people will pay any amount of money to get out of pain, right? Like that's why, I mean, Becky has said this on the podcast before. That's why the weight loss industry is so huge because people don't like how they feel. So they're going to pay whatever amount of money to feel better. So what's the pain that brought them here and how can you position your product to be the relief of that pain? So how is your product the solution to their pain. The next one is, and we've been saying this, focus on benefits. So um, a lot of copywriters get in the trap of describing the product. Um, and and I, I will say, you have to be crystal clear about what you're offering. Um, so I was working on a benefit copywriting class and this woman was selling yoga retreat experiences and jewelry. And so since she wanted to sell them both on her site, she was trying to write the copy to describe <clears throat> both of them at the same time. And when I got to her website, I was thoroughly confused what the jewelry had to do with the yoga retreat. And the reality was that it had nothing to do with the, the yoga retreat. She was just desperately trying 
to find a way to not have to have the second website to sell her jewelry. And what we came to at the end of it was that she needed a second website to sell her jewelry because they had nothing in common. Um, and so <clears throat> sometimes you have to get to the product and describe what it is because they need to know what do you sell? What am I buying here? Um, but after that, then what you're really selling is the benefit. So um, you don't really need to convey so much about what the product does. You need to convey how the customer is going to feel about that product. Um, consumers tend to make a decision based on what they value um, and what the product promises to add to their life instead of its features. So I, I'm looking for convenience. I'm looking for time saving. I'm looking for rest. I'm looking to decrease my anxiety. Um, these are the kinds of things that I'm looking for. And so that's the way that you should be describing your product. Okay. The third one, you are good with words. The reader might not be. And this is actually a perfect one for me to talk about because this is the one that I struggle with the most. Um, at times in the pursuit of increasing the um, credibility of the product, copywriters like tend to cram the ad copy with intimidating and often like useless jargon that confuses the person who's buying the product. Um, a good example for me is when I talk about funnel strategy. I use words like lead magnet and nurturing sequence and people are like, what the is a lead magnet? Like, do I get something to attach to my product and magnetize it onto the refrigerator? No, you know, so it's part of breaking down that process um, and making the words, words that your customer will actually understand. So using simple, easily understood language in your headlines and don't just don't put prospects off before you've even started talking to them. Make it relatable to them first. And then once you have them in, that's when you can get a little bit more industry related. But at the beginning, there is just not going to benefit you in the long run. The last one is really important, especially in this new social media world where we like just decide that because we have a platform and people listening to, listening to us that we're automatically experts. Um, and that, and that's giving social proof. Um, there's a bunch of studies we're going to, we're going to link to one from uh, Yale university that is about, um, when customers didn't see proof in the claims that were made, they were, um, much more likely to go with the product that did back up their claims. And that probably seems obvious, right? Like, so this, this product over here didn't back up their claim and just said, Hey, our product is perfect or whatever. <laughs> and this product did back up their claim. So a couple of ways that you can back up your claim is one, you can go and do research. So get on Google, everything's on there. Like the world of the internet, you don't even have to go and uh, to the library anymore. Just go to, to, to Google, look up, I just like to put articles or study on and um, research the claims that you're making. Another way is to get customer reviews. So if you have customer reviews where they're backing up your claims, then just insert those customer reviews um, where you're backing up your claims. Another way to back up your claim is to go ahead and perform your own study. Um, maybe you just get together a random sampling of um, 20 or 30 people. Marketing, most marketing firms will help you with market research. 
um, where they will put together a random group of people that you don't know and they'll perform the study and um, and oftentimes the uh, the people who are doing the study don't even know what product they're doing it for they're just experiencing your product and then writing about it and then you get to use those those product reviews from that study that you conducted in your own um, claims but when you have backup for your claims people are much more likely to buy everyone out there wants to say that they have the best of this or um, that studies say that this or that but if you're not backing up your claims people are pretty skeptical especially um, most women who are in the 35 to 45 category um, that is like the most sought out category when it comes to products. Uh, I can't tell you how often we get on a call and it's like, what, what's your primary target audience? And they're like, well, women about 35 to 45, right? They're, they're kind of past that place where they're building their career. They've paid off student loans. Um, they're finally in a more financially secure place and they have money to spend. A lot of them are making most of the financial purchase decisions for their family. Um, so these are, this is a highly sought after group of women. Well, the majority of that group of women are part of the Generation X um, generation. Well, guess what they call the Generation X generation? The skeptics. <laughs> they don't believe anything that you say. Uh, they want to see reviews. They want to see you substantiate your claims. So it's really important that you do that. So um, we have some practical things for you to do. So um, Hillary, why don't, this one was one that you explained. So why don't you go ahead and go through the first one? Yes. So I always like to put pen to paper. Sometimes when you're typing on a computer, it's a little hard to really think through things. At least it is for me. I don't know about anyone else, but so get out a piece of paper and draw two columns and put the pain of your customer on one side and then the relief on the other side. So problem on one side, solution on one side. Um, you can get to the root of your customer's pain and then identify what will relieve that pain. Um, and then you can go back and fact check yourself, like go to your website, does your website copy provide those solutions and those benefits that you just wrote down? What about your ad copy? Does it do that? Um, so that's, that's our first practical takeaway of the day. The second one is go ahead and just do the same process where you, you take a piece of paper, split it down in the middle, write all of the features of your product down on one side of it. That seems to be the easiest thing for businesses to be able to do, to, to put down what is the features of my product. Um, on the other side, try to rewrite those features into a benefit. Um, so if you have chemical-free candles, what is the benefit of chemical-free candles? Maybe you don't have to worry, so it's worry-free. Um, it's environmentally friendly. These are the kinds of things that are benefit, especially for people who are concerned about, uh, you know, not having toxins, toxic-free. Um, those are more benefit language. Um, so go ahead and just write those into benefits and it's hard work, you know, ask somebody when you're done, is this, do you think it's a benefit? Like I said, don't have any pride around it. I had my copy handed back to me for years and years and now it's a lot easier for me to say, yep, that's the benefit. I see it clearly. Uh, so what's our last one? Yeah, you kind of led right into it is really even the most seasoned marketing pros struggle with writing their marketing copy. So ask for help. Um, 
I, with when I'm writing copy to try to sell our funnel strategy, I always hand it over to Becky because I'm like, I just, this is for whatever, when you're so close to something and when it's so common for you to like think of it, it's harder for you to think of the benefits for people who are in it every day. And so ask for help, ask people who, you know, work with you or, you know, even maybe you have a friend that's in your target market, ask them like, what does, how does this make you feel? You know, what do you, would you want to buy this after reading it? So ask for help. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to our episode today and we look forward to next week as we talk about um, more things related to uh, building a strong and confident marketing structure. Remember that you can find out more about what we talked about today in more detail by visiting bhmarketingfirm.com slash podcast or in the description of the app that you're using. Um, please go leave us a review in iTunes or Google Play. We've thoroughly enjoyed um, reading the reviews that are out there or go read the reviews that are out there. Um, and also, we have just an arsenal of links that are going to be in today's episode just because of the timing of it. And we know that a lot of you are pulling your head out of summer, looking towards back to school, realizing that you need to start preparing. Um, if you're on the heels of back to school, let me just tell you, you're also on the heels of Christmas and um, Black Friday. So if you are a product that is selling for that, or if you're a, or if you're thinking about launching a new product in January, or if you're um, publishing a book or anything, January is also a huge sales season. So now is the time to start thinking about hiring a marketing agency, getting outside help. Um, so we have a whole arsenal of links to resources. Uh, our guide to writing Facebook ads, our four P's marketing checklist, how to launch your podcast checklist, funnel checklist, also our quiz product. Um, so please check out those links and we will talk to you next week. Bye.